Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Welcome back to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast, special recap edition. Uh, We are breaking down the interview with my longtime friend, Scott McCain. AJ is not with me here today, so I'm rolling solo on this. And I love the conversation with Scott because over my career, I've probably had, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 conversations with Scott and like dedicated conversations. And every single time I do... I feel like it moves me forward, like it moves my understanding forward. I feel like there's these really great insights that I have drawn. And so it's fun to get a chance to share some of those with you coming off of this most recent interview, which was just is just solid. I mean, he's just got such solid expertise, such solid insights, such a great example and model of both someone who's tremendous on stage, you know, the Hall of Fame speaker designation, and then just such a long track record in a career of you know diving into this one topic area of distinction and helping companies create more distinction. So I think there's a lot to learn from watching just the way that Scott has built his career and modeling what he's done in his own career to really carve out that expertise. But anyways, let me give you my three big takeaways in terms of what I heard, what I'm applying in my own life, in my own career, part of our team at Brand Builders Group. So number one, he said this, which is funny because I don't, he's probably said this before, but it's one of those things where you go, ah, it doesn't quite, you know, every time you hear it, you hear it differently. And this was just such a simple line. He said, no one is loyal to a generic. No one is loyal to a generic, right? Like the concept of being generic is indistinguishable, like indistinct, ununique, which means you are 
replaceable. It means you're transferable, you're interchangeable. There is no specific value or no specific thing that somebody can get from your brand that they can't get from somewhere else. And I think this is one of the things that we talk about a lot at Brand Builders Group. And it's a big part of what separates our philosophy and strategy about branding and even like content. We have 12 courses in our core curriculum, 12 events. And in our phase one course two, it's called Captivating Content. And we talk about extrapolating your uniqueness into a body of work. It's extrapolating your ideas. And one of the things that people get so hung up on is they think, oh, well, Brene Brown already said that, or Tony Robbins already said that, or Stephen Covey says it this way, or whatever, like pick your person. Seth Godin says it like this, or Simon Sinek, or, you know, like they rattle off or they think that what they say doesn't matter because someone already said something like that or somebody said something about it who is like what more well-known than they are. But the whole way you become unique is sharing your viewpoint. It's your opinion. It's your story. It's your path. What have you done? And I think one of the great mistakes is it's not bad to quote other people here and there, but I don't need you to tell me what so-and-so thought. I can go read their book. I can go listen to them speak. What makes you irreplaceable is you sharing with me, with us, with the world, what you think. And not even what you think. Tell us what you've done. It's why we say all the time that you are most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Because you have walked down a path that gives you all the credibility you need to speak to that person. And you know everything you need to know to get past that problem or that obstacle that they are facing. And because only you can give us your story about how you did it. Only you can share with us your insights about what someone else needs to know, you know, to help them on that same journey. No one else is you. You know, AJ had these t-shirts printed for our company that says your uniqueness is your superpower. And, you know, she believes so deeply in that and she just draws that out of our, think our team and our clients in such a beautiful way because she's always talking about you tell me about you. Tell me your stories. Who are you? What do you believe? What do you know? What you have been through? That is unique. I can't get it anywhere else. I can't get it in someone else's video course. I can't get it in a book. I can't get it on any other YouTube channel. I can only get that from you. And that makes you irreplaceable. It makes you one of a kind. And yet most people won't do the deep work of figuring out what do they think? What do they believe? And then do the work of polishing it because they write it off. They write themselves off as insignificant. They write their own experience, their own education, their own insights. They write them off as trivial or insignificant and somehow overestimate and overly weight or overly attribute the significance and the weight of other people's opinions. But we can get those from them. We can't get yours from anyone except you. So no one is loyal to a generic. I thought that was so good. Relatedly, I definitely had never heard Scott share this quote, which apparently is from the CEO of Fairmont. And I loved this. And he said, every moment that I was playing defense against the competition, wasted a moment where I could be innovating to make them irrelevant. Every moment where I was playing defense against the competition wasted a moment where I could have been innovating to make them irrelevant. 
that's so good. And again, it's the same thing of what's like setting your strategy or doing things in your company based upon what other people are doing and going, I want to emulate and I want to form what I do based on what others are doing, either because I want to be like them or I want to be different from them. But it's using the external orienting your strategy based around an external dynamic, an external force, an external figure, an external company versus just going, what do I want to do? What do I think would be awesome? What do I think would be cool? What do I think has never been done before? What am I interested in learning? What am I interested in saying? What do I think people need? What do I think is missing from the world that I somehow feel uniquely called or equipped to serve? That's innovating, right? Innovating isn't going, let me look at what everybody else is doing and somehow try to like do something different or better than them, at least not in my opinion. Innovating is going deep inside and saying, how could I do this better? What would make this better? What do I think the world needs more of? How could we deliver this in a way that would make it better for our customers, for our team. Not what does so-and-so do? What does my competition do? What are everyone else around me doing? What is the state and the trend of my industry or the world? It's like, it's going internally again and innovating. And when you do that, you make other competition irrelevant. Not from the standpoint of like, we're so much better than you that nobody needs you. Although maybe that CEO did mean it that way. But I think of it as like, they're irrelevant because they can't get the same experience from other people that they can get from you because you're not looking at what they're doing and trying to emulate it or do the same thing they're doing. You're doing it your way. And the only place that someone can come get it your way and authentically your way from the original source is from you because you're the only person who does that. You're the only person who offers that. So why not lean into that? Why not own that? Why not rest in that? Why not settle in that? Why not establish and plant your foundation in that? It makes you uncopyable. It's doing things the way that you would do them. And it's just listening to your own instinct, your own intuition, your own beliefs of going, this is how I would do this. This is how I would say this. You know, where I have been working on um, one of our courses, a new course is called Pressure Free Persuasion. And it's about sales effectively. I mean, there are so many books written on sales, like it's unbelievable. I mean, there's so many people who talk about sales. Why would I go, I'm going to create a book on sales? Is it because I think I'm going to say things about sales that have never been said before? Not necessarily, but I do think that I have things to say about sales and selling and the way that selling should be done that is markedly different from how other people would describe it. And I know AJ has philosophies of what she does, which is very different. She does things that you would read in the best selling sales books of all time. And AJ would say, that's stupid advice. That's terrible. I would never do that. I would never say that to my customer. And it's going, you can't get that from anywhere except her from here, from our team. Like that is our uniqueness. It's what we're saying the way we would say it is different. Now, are the principles the same? In some cases, they are. In some cases, they're radically different, but it doesn't matter. It's doing it the way you would do it, saying it the way you would say it, being it the way you want to be it. And when you do that, you're uncopyable. You're unique. You're distinct 
distinguished. You're different. You have natural differentiation, not artificial manufactured differentiation because it's coming from you inside the source. And every moment that you are spending time, you know, comparing it to the way someone else does it or using that as the primary or the sole basis for how you do it is a moment you're not digging in and listening and praying about and thinking about and meditating on and just hearing like what the spirit says to you about how you could do it. And you move in that way because they can't get it anywhere else. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. They can't get it anywhere else. But there's a lot of people who can teach, you know, strength finders. There's a lot of people who can teach the seven habits of highly effective people. They're whatever. They're certified. But when you're building your personal brand and those things aren't bad, that's great. There's a lot of value to those things. They're well established. But the thing they can't get anywhere else is what do you believe about productivity? What do you believe about sales? What do you believe about marriage or dating or relationships or leadership or entrepreneurship or fitness or health or diet or like whatever your thing is? That makes you uncopyable, but it's doing the work then of listening to that and then owning it and then doing the work of polishing it and not just sharing random half-baked thoughts, but actually developing it and refining it and working it. All these things that we take you through in captivating content to help you go, okay, so let's sharpen your ideas. Let's make clear what your ideas are. Let's tighten them. Let's shape them. Let's poke holes in them. Let's test them. And then let's come out with something that is beautiful that no one else could ever say because it's completely tied to you. Which leads me to my third takeaway from Scott and this whole conversation was where he said it's the decision is the toughest part. The decision about what you're going to own and who you're going to be is the toughest part. And I agree with that. I think one of the things that we wrote in uh, the Take the Stairs book, which made me think about this, I haven't thought about this in years, even though it's in that book, is that We spend too much of our time trying to make the right decision. And instead, we should spend more of our time making a decision and then making it right. And what that means is too often we sit around kind of like trying to do this universal calculus of like, what's the right move for me to make? And I don't want to make the wrong move. And we think that it's kind of like we have to choose the right path. And we try to assess based on whatever, some scoring criteria or set of factors to go like, oh, what's the right path for me? And I want to make sure I take the right path versus kind of instead just like taking a general look and going, okay, well, this is generally the way I'm going to go, you know, and I'm going to take out my machete and I'm going to chop down the wood and the twigs and the branches and I'm just going to make the path like this is the path I choose. I'm going to make this my path. I'm going to make it right. And This is such a simple but profound decision point in your career. Because again, if you're choosing, if you're waiting for the perfect path, you're waiting for 
it's based upon the idea that you could choose the wrong path, right? And, you know, there are certainly bad decisions you can make, especially in your personal life, right? There are poor decisions you can make that will have consequences. But when it comes to like setting your strategy, I think less of it is about going, oh, what's the perfect path? And it's more of going like, okay, let's make a general consideration of what I'm good at, what I like doing, the people around me, the skills I have, the skills I don't, the market, etc. And then picking a path and dominating it and saying, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to make it work. Like that, the decision to make it work is more important than the decision about what should I make work. The decision to make it work is more important than the decision about what should I make work. That's where we got to get to is just going like, okay, this is the path. I'm going to make it work. I think about Brand Builders Group, right? And like, we could do all these things. We could do masterminds and we could do live events and we could do video courses and we could do monthly membership sites and we could do keynote speaking. We could do consulting. Like we could do all these things. But from when we started the company, we said, we're going to do one-on-one coaching for personal brands. We feel like that's something that not a lot of people do. If they do it, they don't do it at scale. If they do it, they don't have a lot of curriculum or structure behind it. And there's not a bunch of people out there in the market doing it, you know? So, and we know how to do one-on-one coaching, not in the personal brand space. We'd never done that before, but we did know something. We had built a coaching company before, right? And that's where AJ and I and a lot of our team came from is we had some knowledge and said, this is what we're going to do. And we said, our goal is a thousand messengers. We're going to find 1000 personal brands that we're going to work with on a one-on-one basis every single month. And we're going to go get a thousand messengers. And we just had our three-year birthday. And interestingly enough, we just crossed 300 active members. I just got the notification this morning. We're at 301 active members. We're making progress. Like we're on the path. Is it because we chose the right path? I mean, there's something to be said for the fact that we chose something that we thought we could do, that we thought we could be good at. Maybe there wasn't a bunch of other people doing, but there's lots of coaching companies out there. There's lots of people who do one-on-one coaching in the personal brand space. It's more because we made a decision and then said, we're going to make it right. And this happens with choosing your business model. I think this happens with choosing like, what's the right social media platform to be on? And this certainly applies to what topic do you choose to talk on? There's not a perfect topic. There's not something written in the universe. If you select the right one, then you'll hit the jackpot and your personal brand is going to succeed. It's more about just choosing one and going all in on that one problem, all in on that one message, all in on that one uniqueness. Because when you have diluted focus, you get diluted results. And being clear is greater than being clever. And it's like making a decision and making it right is more important than making the right decision. So it's the decision that's the toughest part. And I think what makes it hard is we're trying to assess what's the perfect decision instead of just going, all right, I've taken a general account for some factors. This is the decision and boom, I'm going at it. I'm running at it. I'm chasing it down. I'm knocking it down. I'm getting the machete out if I have to and I'm cutting down trees and weeds, but I'm going. I'm not just looking for the easy path. I'm not looking for the perfect path. I'm not looking for the path that other people do or don't do. I'm looking for my path and I'm going to decide it, and I'm going to make a way, and I'm going to figure it out. And maybe that's what you need to do today. Maybe that's where you are at. But this whole conversation from one of the world's leading thinkers on distinction, Scott McCain, it all pointed, at least me back, it all pointed me back to the idea that you got to dig deep inside. You got to go internal and figure out what you want to be 
and who you want to be. And if you need help with that, you should call us because we're really, really good at it. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you do request a call with our team if you haven't yet. And at some point we get to meet you. But you know, more than anything, I hope that whatever your path is today, that you make a decision and then you make it right, that you choose a path and then you make it the winning path. And we'll catch you next time on The Influential Personal Brand. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 